And we thank you for the new and the unexpected, that you are always changing us from glory to ever-increasing glory. And Lord, we thank you that you are a God of amazing creation and that we have only begun to explore the wonder of who you are. And so, Lord, we welcome your presence. In your name we ask, amen. Okay, where is Mimi? I think, Mimi, you want to come to the center? I think there's so much going on in here, but I think there's a message. This is Mimi Lowe from Toronto. Okay, a little bit more. Hello? Further? Right there. So there's a, a, an angel there with a message. Wow. Glory train. Glory train. Glory train. Hop on the glory train. We want to take you higher and higher and higher. <clears throat> to the suddenlies, to the suddenlies. Watch with the suddenlies. And suddenly there will be a shifting. Suddenly there will be a change. Suddenly my glory will come. I think I have something for Pastor Patty. Have you? Something for you. Something for you. Something for you. Something for you.
anything else? Is there anything else? I can't think. <laughs> I can't. Oh. What'd you give Pastor Patty? Huh? And there's a well here. There's a well here. There's a well here. We're stirring up the well. We're stirring up the well. Stirring up the well. Jump in. Jump in. Jump in. Well healing. Release of finance. Well, I think you better jump in. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Pastor Patty. Okay, is everything okay now? So I guess that was a suddenly. Uh, a little over a year ago, uh, I woke up 
in the middle of the night, and we were going to leave the next day for a cruise. And when I woke up, I heard the word Delta. And I thought, airlines? <laughs> and so the next day, I, I woke up, and I was pondering that. So I called uh, my son, Brian. I said, Brian, what is Delta? And he said, well, that's a mathematical function of change. So I thought, well, that's nice. Uh, not being a math person, um, <clears throat> I really didn't understand what that all meant, but I pondered that, and so I told Donna, and <clears throat> we got on our American Airlines flight, and um, when we're flying east, we always go through Dallas. Uh, when I go through, when I go to heaven, I will be going through Dallas. <laughs> Is this what happens? So we, uh, we we got to Dallas, and as we're landing, of course, the steward stewardess gives the gate information. So she says, "Cities A," and then then she goes uh, mentions a city, and she says, "And D for Delta." So Don looks at me and says, "Well, they never said that before." And I thought, "No." So we get off we get off the plane and. And I've flown uh, uh, almost a million five hundred thousand miles, so I've flown a lot. And, and what I'm going to tell you has not ever happened before. Uh, we get to the gate, and we're and there's a cart there, you know, one of those carts. And there's a guy there, and he looks at Don and I and says, "Do you want to ride?" And so I'm looking around to see who he's talking to. <laughs> he says, "You do you want to ride?" And I said, "Well, sure. We'll we'll take a ride." And so we get in the cart, and he gets on his, um, his two-way radio and says, we have two VIPs with us. And I'm looking around. <laughs> Who are they talking about? And there's no one else on the cart. And so then um, so he takes us um, to an escalator, and then he says, now there's an- there'll be another cart waiting for you on the other side. And so he has already called us on the cart. And so we get... To the other cart, and he says, we have two VIPs with us. And again, I look around to see who he's talking about. And they take us to the, the gate. And I'm thinking, this is very unusual. So we get to Fort Lauderdale, and we're staying at the Hilton Garden Inn. And uh, the next morning, uh, the, the husband's function is to go out and hunt. You understand this? For everything that the wife has forgotten. And, uh, you know, it's just like, it's a simple thing. Yes, would you go and get me? And, of course, I'm in a city. I don't know where anything is, but, you know, you need to go out and find it without a car. And so uh, she has forgotten two things. And so I go down to the uh, legal robbery department of Hilton Garden Inn, which is the low convenience store. Um, and I find the two little small items that total $7. And, and I, I go to pay for it, and she's going, well, the computer's not working. Just go ahead and take them. I'm thinking, well, this has never happened before. <clears throat> so then we go, we go to the cruise ship, and, of course, I know where our room is on the cruise ship because you can look it on the computer. And, but we get on the cruise ship, and we keep on walking. <coughs> Excuse me. We walk 
all the way to the end of the ship. And we and the steward helps us, and I notice it's a handicap room. And we open the door, and here is this huge room. Now, in a cruise ship, you walk in a room and out. You don't walk around the room. You walk in and out. This room, we, you walked around. It was so huge. In fact, our friends had purchased the same room, and they said, when they went to the room, they came back and said, how did you ever get this room? And then we walked out. Now, remember, it's at the back of the ship. So we walk out and onto this balcony. You could put 50 people on this balcony. There's, there's a tables and chairs here, and there's some plus stuff up here. And there's some more seats over here, another seats back here. And I'm thinking, I really like Delta. <laughs> I don't know what this change is, but this is really, really amazing. <coughs> Since then, we have had bizarre things taking place. Uh, the Lord had told me to take some time off to, to finish two books, and it was through a prophet who did not know what I was doing, did not know what I felt the Lord wanted me to do, and he was very clear, he says, you must take 13 days off. Now, it wasn't 14, it wasn't 12, it was 13 days and so I took the time off, and there was such warfare doing this. And uh, I could feel this constant demonic attack. And I was sitting working, and all of a sudden, uh, my car alarm started going off. The car was in the garage. garage door was open. And the car alarm is just going off. And so I walk out there. I felt the power of God fall like that in the garage the car alarm goes off the light in the garage goes on and all of a sudden I am overcome by the presence of God and I'm thinking what is this and I think Delta now I have a time at night the Lord wakes me up to pray and I have an agreement with the Lord that I will pray for 30 minutes. Um, much of the time, I do pretty well. <laughs> and, but it's a, it's a very specific time. Now, this is important to the story. So it's a very specific time. It's an exact minute. You know, if it's off, I won't do it. You know, so. but the first time, one of the first times I, I did this, I had taken an antihistamine. This was years ago. And the phone rang at right the, that exact time. And there was no one on the phone. So God had called me. says, pay attention to this. So, I, now this is a couple of weeks after this. I wake up at this exact time. And I wake up and I remember that my daughter Christy, who works for us, <coughs> excuse me, had... Um, purchased some acid for the sw her swimming pool, had left it in Asa's Place car, which she uses for business, and I had put the trunk up the night before to, or the boot, in case you're British, um, to air out the trunk. And so the, my first thought is, oh my goodness, I have left the trunk of the car open. So I get up, 
in my underwear, but don't picture this. <laughs> and I go and I open the door, and there's a police officer standing there. Now, you have to understand the timing of all this. You understand this? Yeah. The timing. Yeah. There's, a, there's a police officer standing there, and he says to me, why is your trunk open? <laughs> now, you wake up in the middle of the night, you're not real coherent to give in-depth explanations about why your trunk is open. And so I start babbling on about the acid and my daughter, and he just he shakes his head. And he turns around, so I'm standing here, you know, like this. And so he shakes his head and goes, and he, he goes to turn the, uh, to shut the, the trunk door, and the alarm goes off. <laughs> well, I go try to find my keys. Well, by this time, the alarm has gone off again, so it's turned off. And so I come back to, to the door, and I wave at him. Thank you. I wave at him and thank him, and I am pondering the mystery of all this. So I called my friend the next day, Peter, and I said, Peter, and I told him what happened. He says, well, I think it was an angel. I said, well, did the angel steal a police car? You know, I was trying to figure this all out. Because there's a police car there. Some weeks later, <coughs> excuse me, I was in a hotel um, in Oregon, and I had gone to bed and put my pants on a chair, and the pants had fallen down, and sometime in the night, Don had picked the pants up, so I wake up in the morning, and I'm doing a seminar, and I'm going to breakfast, you know, I like trying to decide if there's life, <laughs> and I look down. And there are five coins perfectly placed, just like on a domino. Number five. And I'm looking at that, and I'm thinking, that is very bizarre. What in the world is this? And so I drag myself out the door, and I turn it down. I said, why don't you count the coins? So I come back, and I said, well, how much was it? She said, it was 40 cents. Well, 40 is completion, 5 is the number of grace, 8 is a new beginning, 5 times 8 is 40, and I'm going through all this, this math, and I'm pondering this, I'm thinking, you know, the Lord is doing signs and wonders. It's Delta. Now, I started doing some investigation. Delta is equal to the acceleration integrated over time. It is a change in position. It is a change in time. And I realized that God was doing something with time. And I remembered that there was a time some years ago when I woke up several times at night, and this is the truth, Every time I woke up, it was the same time. So I would go to sleep, wake up, it was a time. I went sound asleep, woke up, it was the same time. I went sound asleep, I woke up, it was the same time. And the Lord says, you are stuck in time. I thought, well, that hurts my head. 
And I remember that I had had two reoccurring dreams. One was a reoccurring dream when I was at First Baptist Downey. Another was a reoccurring dream when I was at Bethany Baptist in Montclair where this all started. And in, in, in Downey, there was a position that I wanted that was not the Lord's will. And I believe that because of my disobedience and even desiring that, I got stuck in time. And then at Bethany, where all the spiritual abuse took place against us, I was stuck there. And so I, I dealt with those two issues, and both those reoccurring dreams have stopped now over the last several years. They stopped. And I realized that that reoccurring dream, the Lord was telling me, you were stuck in time. Now, I want you to understand this, that time is moving, right? Now, if you're stuck here, and your destiny is here, and time is moving, guess what happens? You never meet your destiny. And something needs to happen to us so that we are not stuck in time. Well, I learned something else about delta. Delta, the symbol for delta is a triangle. It's the Greek symbol. And there's also delta electricity. Uh, as I've done this talk, people have started telling me things. And so I'm in, I think, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and... Uh, this man who is an electrician says, well, do you know about delta electricity? I said, I do not have a clue. He said, well, there are two kinds of electricity. I think that's right. No, I'm wrong. Forgive me. There's three-phase electricity, and three-phase electricity is grounded to the earth. The interesting thing about delta electricity is it is not grounded to the earth. I get that. Which is important, isn't it? Because we are not to be of the earth, but of heaven. So what needs to happen? We need to be changed from Kronos. Now, Kronos is the god of time, the Greek god of time. And we need to be changed to Kairos, which is the right time. It's God's time. Turn to Ephesians chapter 5. Five fifteen. <coughs> See that you walk circumspectly not as fools, but as wise. Look at this. Redeeming. What's that mean? To buy back the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. We need to redeem the time. We need to get back into Kairos time. Now, I have dealt with many people, and sometimes even because of abuse and disobedience, and or disobedience, we are stuck in time. So if you have an abuse situation in your life, it could be that you are stuck 
back in time. And I believe this may be one of the reasons why some of us have received so many prophetic words, but they have not come to pass. Why? Because the word is for here, and we're still stuck here. Back in March 13, 2007, which is about the same time as I got this word Delta, <coughs> excuse me, Dale Shannon, who ministers at Aslan's Place, and also is a college professor, received this word. It's a profound word. Here it is. Tunnels of time. You can travel through the tunnels of time. There are sequences. One births another. <clears throat> One brings forth life. There's a sequence of birth from the Creator. He creates beings that create. Expand your thinking. It is not what you think. There is more. Ask for the revelation. It is coming. Look at this. It is possible to time travel. <coughs> to go back and forward. You are stuck in a dimension of time. We go back and forward. We are not in time. Come out of the box of time. It is the enemy that causes you to get off the track of time. Do not miss your time of visitation. See? Because you're stuck. You are to be stewards of time. Daniel sealed up the revelation. It is being unsealed. It is becoming unsealed in these last days. There are gears turning, wheels within wheels. It is important important to align the gears. Well, I, I thought about this, and I was ministering to a, a lady, and I thought, I wonder if I can feel time behind her. And so I had her stand facing one direction, and I went back, and I actually could feel events in her timeline. Because you see, time is flowing, but in that fourth dimension, it is still there. And I went back, and I could touch a, an event in her past, and people would see it, or she would see it, and we'd deal with it. Now, as I was dealing with her, she said, Well, the Lord told me I was going to be the first of the revelations of the sons of God. Now, this is talked about in Romans chapter 8. For all creation is waiting for the revelation of the sons of God. Now, I thought, that is an arrogant thing to say. I thought this. I'm saying it out loud. I try to be kind to people. <laughs> I thought, what an arrogant thing to think. You're the first. Because I know that God has already been revealing that. And many prophets have talked about this. And as I was going back into time, I all of a sudden got to a place that was in the glory. I thought, oh my, I have gone past the beginning of her timeline into the heavenly places. And all of a sudden, I realized that God in this place was going to reveal her as a son of God. And then it occurred to me, you are the first. Because God has taken you back in time to do that. 
Isn't this strange? This is very strange. So I'm in Oregon, and I'm talking about all this, and there's a physicist there. In fact, this young man is so bright that a, a newspaper actually did an article on him as a universal man, that he is just smart. I mean, he's smart about all sorts of things, not just math and physics. And so he, he talks to me, and so I have him come up to explain what I'm trying to talk about and to explain delta. And so he starts carrying on about all this. And I, you know, so most of this is going like this. So I want to put on the screen an XYZ axis. Yes, we're going to put it on the screen, an XYZ axis. That's nice. There it is. So he explains, if you can just, if you can just see the <coughs> this top right-hand quadrant. So you have X, Y, and Z. And he says, now, delta is a series of zeros on the x-axis. So just zeros. Zero, 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 zero. But you come to a 1 on that axis, and the 1 goes all the way up into infinity. I thought, well, that's very nice. Thank you for <laughs> clarifying that. That just helps me so much. And he says, but think of this. Our lives are zeros. Until we get to the door, Jesus, which is the one, Delta. And when you go into Delta, you go up into the heavenly places. Because we are seated with Christ in heavenly places. Isn't that right? Mm -hmm. Okay, this works. So we're taking the break, and this lady comes to me and says, I must tell you a dream I had, because my dream is exactly what he said. I thought, well, great, well, I won't understand the dream either. But I did understand the dream, because it was simple. So said, in the dream, I was walking around the mountain, and it was raining, it was muddy, <coughs> it was miserable. And I'm taking five weeks to walk around this mountain. Now look at this. Walking around the mountain. Can you see it? Walking around. What is it? It's a zero. Walking around the mountain. Not getting anywhere. See that? All of a sudden, someone opens a door, (coughs) excuse me, in the mountain and says to me, you can come in this mountain, go up the stairs, and go to the top of the mountain right away. What is that? The one. That's Mount Zion. And look at this too. What's a mountain? A mountain is the delta symbol. Oh, yeah. This is good? Yeah, I like that. So I understand this. <laughs> and the point is that your trip up, between your trip up and your trip down, you're going to save 10 weeks. So there's something about the number 10. I thought, okay, this is, this is really good. That I had a dream. And in the dream... I am in the state of Nevada, okay, and I'm on a train. Now, Mimi did not know what I was going to talk about today. Right, Mimi? 
I want to train. And I want to train on the z-axis. Now, I didn't figure this out until the next night because I was pondering the dream. I realized that, again, I was on an xyz axis, and I was on the z-axis. Now, the z-axis is dimensional going into time or into other dimensions. And I was on a train, and I was on a train to nowhere. And as I, as I got off the first stop, I had two stops on the train. The first stop was a wonderful hotel. It was one of these hotels you see in Hawaii, wide open spaces. There's no doors. It's just wonderful. And I get off the train, and as I'm getting off the train, and this is important to the dream, I realize that the train is filled with a lot of baggage. In fact, there's so much baggage, I don't know how I'm going to get it all off. My friend, um, Dr. Grant Mullen, has a wonderful cartoon. And in the cartoon, he has this huge um, blanket filled with all of the person's baggage that they're dragging around. So here I am on this train, I'm dragging around all this baggage, which is all the bad stuff and all the problems so I get off the train, and I'm not happy because I do not want to be going in the direction I'm going. And I realize I must get back to Delta. And this is in my dream. And Delta is on the x-axis, which is on the border of California and Nevada. But when I get off the train, I realize I cannot get from the line, the z-axis, to the x-axis because there's a canyon there. And I'm really frustrated in the dream because I want to get to Delta. And so then I get back on the train, and I'm going more into the desert, into Nevada. Now, if you've ever been into Nevada, you go deeper and deeper into the desert. So my next stop is a trailer park. Well, it's not even just a trailer park. It's a trailer. It's one of those old silver trailers. Um, there are, there's a, a two men that do a radio talk show and they, they talk about trailer trash. And this, this, is, this is like a gypsy place and I found out I have gypsies in my background only like three generations back. And, and so I'm in, in this place and there's trash everywhere and they're sitting around a fireplace and it is not the nice hotel. You see, because I'm going, I'm going deeper and deeper into nowhere. So the next day, I call my friend Peter. So this is the, the, the third day, because the second day is when I got the XYZ axis. And I said, Peter, I, I don't know what to do. Because in my dream, I, I'm on the way to nowhere. And how do I get back to Delta. And he said this. This is so profound. He said, I don't know if you know, but when you go to where the XYZ axis meets, that is called the origin. And he said, you must go back to the origin before you can get to Delta. We were in Colorado Springs with Dutch Sheets and Peter Wagner. 
And God had done so many things in a couple of days that we were just meeting together. And on one morning, our, our friend Terry kept on getting the word covenant, 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 covenant. And I realized that's the origin. We need to get back to the Abrahamic covenant. In Jesus Christ and the shedding of his blood on the cross, we now are grafted into the Abrahamic covenant, which is what? Those that are blessed will be blessed and those that are cursed will be cursed. And in you will be the blessing of all the peoples. Isn't that good? So then we need to get to Delta. So I was thinking about this. And so I was on the phone again with my friend Peter. And I said, Peter, where am I right now? Because I, I think that I'm in a room in heaven. In fact, we're there right now. I can feel it. He says, you're in the lost and found room. And there are all these tags, you know, like receipts. And he says, you now can go and take these receipts back into your timeline and you can redeem everything that's been lost from you. In generational line, you can find it and you can bring it back. Is that good? Yes. Dale Shannon was sharing that she had done a a study. Yes. Brian. Uh, when are you going to mic, Brian? When I arrived Friday night, um, after it's always fun to travel, you're not exactly excited to hang around in the airport any longer than you need to. Waited at the baggage claim and watched all the luggage go by, everyone come and go, and walk away with their luggage, and I had nothing. My two bags, including media for, for the store here. So we anticipated, okay, we're, we're about to go on almost a two-hour drive to where we're going to stay. How am I going to get my belongings? So I pulled out my two tags and showed it to the clerk. She punched on the computer, and she said, it's around the corner. So I walked around the corner showed it to the guy, he pointed to my belongings, and we went home. So what would have originally been a very big hassle was very easy to claim what I needed. So sounds like I got to participate in a little bit of an illustration for what you're talking about right now. Oh, you reclaimed what you thought was lost. Oh, this is good. And it was easy. It was as easy as showing to the clerk. The little tag. Now, that was it. This is a good segue. I've just turned to Isaiah 58 8. Let's start with verse 6. Oh, this is good. Is this not the fast that I have chosen to loose the bonds of wickedness? That's deliverance. To undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, and that you, that you break every yoke. Is it not to share your bed with the hungry, that you bring to your house the poor who are cast out? When you see the naked that you cover him and not hide yourself from your own flesh. And look at this. 
Then your light shall break forth like the morning. Your healing shall spring forth what? Speedily. I believe we are moving into a time of rapid healing. And this is one of the keys to rapid healing. Where it does not take years and years and years, but moments. Now, I was talking about Dale Shannon. She said, do you know that the beautiful gate where the crippled person sat, the Peter ministered to, that beautiful gate in the Greek means the right time gate. The Lord wants to bring us to the right time. So what happens is that the Lord has sent Delta here. Delta is not just a mathematical function. It is a spiritual being. And many people have seen Delta. And Delta has three tetrahedrons spinning. Now, I love the word tetrahedron. It took me months to learn to say that word. Months. A tetrahedron is an equal-sided triangle, and if you do it multidimensionally, it's a 3D triangle. And there's three of them spinning in delta. So delta is right here. And what does the word delta mean? To change. It's interesting, my apostle finger is going off. Because it's a new thing. Whoa. <laughs> Thank you. Young <laughs> I gotta remember the order. Okay. <coughs> so here's Delta. Kairos is here. Kairos feels to me like you're standing in a seven up bottle. It's fizzy. This you see, you're changed from Kronos, from where, from where you are. Every time I do that, from where you are, you're changed into Kairos time. And then, thank you. Favor is an elder. Is that right? Yes. Favor is an elder. Then you move into favor, and you move into your destiny. I want to, I want to tell you that this works. I have seen more signs and wonders, and I shared some of the amazing things that, that happen. The Lord wants to change you into your destiny. He wants to give us favor. He wants to bring us back to the origin, to the Abraham covenant, that we're going to be a blessed people. You understand that blessing is the best witness, is the most effective means of evangelism? You know that? What did Rahab say? She said, I have seen what God has done with you. And because of that, I will believe. 
Why is it people do not believe? Because they do not see the favor of God. Because we are no different than the world in so many ways. Isn't that true? The Lord, the Lord has blessed us. We, we, we went through so, so much suffering, and I've shared some of that with you. And, and then all of a sudden, the Lord gave us a 1999 Aslan's place. And within one month, and we've been told this for years, for 10 years, you know, God's going to give you a Victorian house. And, and we had died to it. We had given up on it. We did not think it was ever going to happen. And just like that, he starts Aslan's Place Ministry, gives us a check. We pay cash for Aslan's Place. Within one year, we're, we're driving a Lexus. We went from virtually no furniture. Everything was gone. Everything was gone. We had lost our house, everything. And then we're living in this beautiful home, and we're driving a Lexus. And, and I remember a, a college kid came and said, Gee, I want to be a minister and have this nice house in Lexus. And I think, yeah, get stomped to death several times, and this can be yours too. <laughs> but you know, what just occurred to me, it was the favor that made them interested in the message. And see, the Lord wants to, to give us the blessings. He says we're to be a blessed people. You know, it's, a, it's even a shocking thing for me to say now because I was so programmed as a Baptist as this, as blessings were almost like a curse. You're, you're blessed if you're cursed. That's how mixed up we've gotten. And it's not just that we can have lots of stuff, and I've said that before. The Lord just wants to bless us. And He wants us to be a blessing to others. You know, Pastor Patty came and taught so effectively. She just, she just says the more she gives away, the more God gives. This woman just loves to give things away. Her and Mike love to give things away. And, and then the Lord just blesses more. And, and in that, we're blessed and other people are blessed. Isn't that right? It's true. But something has to change. Because you see, we have to go back to the origin so we can get to Delta. And I believe the Lord can do this suddenly. This is the word, wasn't it, Mimi? And so we need to get on the glory train, which starts at the place of origin and goes to Delta. Because that's where the glory train is. My friend, Rich Marshall, came the next day, and I had written, nowhere. And he says, Paul, let me change that. And so he put a line between the W and the H, and he says, you're now here. That's good. And we took a train here. This weekend, that's right, we took a train here. Here! <laughs> Whoa. This is going to be good. So, Jeff, you want to get things organized? <laughs> okay, we're okay. Okay, so Brian, you're supposed to stand here with me at Delta. Yeah, right there. So Brian, I don't want to put any pressure on you. You can feel Delta, and what? And do you see anything? And we need to get a mic if we can. And uh, Mimi and Jenny, you want to stand here? 
Yeah, right there. That's Kairos. But now, do you see anything? I saw a triangle in the middle of the room. Okay. So maybe that's just like the. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna go. We're going this way. No, no, you, you stay here. Just stay. Okay. I, I need to get the other. Pastor Patty, you can be <laughs> at favor. Okay. And uh, Pastor Patty, we need somebody here at Destiny. Yeah, right here. Oh, oh. Okay, right. There. <laughs> 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 what we need? So, David. Oh. And there's some men on yeah, this side. Dan, Dan will. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna walk through and remember. When you get to Kairos, you're going into the lost and found room. Oh, I got a word. Okay, get it. <laughs> what have you lost? What do you need? What do you want? And what have you given up on? Oh, what have you given up on? The Lord's resurrecting your promises. Oh. <laughs> it's resurrection power. <clears throat> Take back what was lost. The glory train right here. It's the glory train right there. Okay, can we have some worship music?